You are listening to Jim and Barb work from, from home. home. Two of my children are stranded at home trying to make home be the workplace. And of course, Jim and Barb of will course. be laughing at each other's of jokes. Of course. Your laughter is, is up, up to you. you. Enjoy. Is this just going to be a stare off? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, awkward silence to start off the podcast because that's that's how we roll. That's professionalism. I mean, I was just waiting for you to do your job, Jim. Hey, it's it's nobody's job. It's everybody's job. <laughs> it. I don't know if we've actually written contracts about who does what and who's in charge I mean, of we, what here. We but. have some unwritten um, morals, mores of the, uh, you know, relationship that we have started as a podcast duo okay. of, you know, who does the editing, <laughs> you, who does the <laughs> public... <laughs> Interaction and hype, yeah. uh, me. So yes. I feel like we've we've reached that point where we could maybe talk a little bit more in depth about like <laughs> what are we going to do this time? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, things like uh, topics that we're going to cover. Things <laughs> like who's supposed to talk first. Uh, no, we got to fly by the seat of your pants. You got to live live on the edge, Barb. Live dangerously. If Jim? you're not living on the edge, are you living? Living on really? the edge. You can't get from falling. Living on the edge. Aerosmith, man. Does it, you know, that is Aerosmith, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Jim, Bo- well, Boston's uh, favorite uh, rock and roll uh, mainstream success story. Oh, really? Yeah. I figured it would have been Boston. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's there. It's the town's name, too. Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Just just yeah, making but, sure you're yeah. picking up what I'm laying down. So, Barb, what's going on in the life of a Barb? Okay, hold on. Hold on a second, Jim. We, we at least need to do some form of introduction because... Um, I've got a what? bottle over here ready to pop because this is the one year anniversary, oh, sir, of yeah. our very first recording of a podcast together. Yes. Yes. So, Jim, I would very much like you to introduce us. All right. Um, thank you, uh, dear listeners. Uh, for for joining us on this journey, we are a year in, and uh, I'm Jim, this is Barb, and this is a bottle. Celebrating, celebrating our one-year anniversary of being a podcast, um, 
if we were serious about this, this would be our 52nd episode of Whoa. a podcast. But uh, I think it's like our 20th. <laughs> so we're not doing we too bad. We don't even record weekly. So yeah, 52nd uh, would be an obscene uh, goal. Uh, but we've created we've created some content. We put it out into the world, and Barb's celebrating with a a fruity beer. I assume. Uh, this is actually a homebrew that uh, my dear friend Matt made. Okay. Uh, uh, he knows that I enjoy sours, and so he was actually in the process. Uh, he's a brewer, like that is what he does in his spare time. That's also like a part-time job, if not a full-time job for him. I don't even know anymore. Um, but he brews a lot of beers. Uh, and so he and his lovely wife actually just bought a house. They've been living in a condo. Uh, Uh and, and so one of the things that we recently did was a number of us gathered to drink some of his home brew. So they would not to have to haul all of it to their new abode. Um, and so he actually put together a couple of different lovely little, uh, variety packs for me. Uh, so this one that I am drinking right now, I'm going to completely butcher the name. Um, (laughs) a zero fail, a zero. It's, um, Crowley is the other one. It's the two P it's the two main characters from the TV show. On Amazon, about the angel and the devil. I know what you're talking about. I, <laughs> I because like... I listened to the audiobook because it was available because they uh, had announced that it was. It's what is it? I'm I'm going to I'm looking it up. Good omens. Hmm. That's Good what it omens. is. Yes. Cause it's, cause yeah, cause yeah, it's the, it's the, the book by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Um, but so he made two different sours. One is a, one is called Crowley and one is called a zero frail. Um, one of them is lighter in color that a zero frail cause that's the angel <laughs> and Crowley is darker in color cause that's the devil or whatever. Um, but yeah. so he made a couple different batches. And so this is, um, a zero fail 1.0. I also have the 2.0 and the 3.0, uh, with the Crowley 1.0, 2.0 and 3.0. Um, cause like this okay. is from 2019. Yeah. So like he's done like kind of a batch a year. Is this Um, person a software nerd and is using semantic uh, versioning schemes here? I know that you were just using English words because I know what some of those words mean, but I don't know what they all mean. (laughs) Semantic what? Semantic versioning. Uh, What is... um, what does that mean? Um, so the basic idea, Barb, uh, you can have a thing be a 1.0, and you can have a thing be a 2.0, and you can have a thing be a 3.0, but you don't just get to slap those things on any old thing. Like there needs to be a re, uh, there needs to be a difference between a 1.1 and a 1.2, and going straight to 2.0. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. The, um, uh, so I believe, um, 
Matt, if you're listening, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because I feel like I'm going to be wrong. Um, so I feel like the Crowley and the Aziraphale 1.0 were separate. Mm-hmm. And then I think he used some of the uh, mash or sour strain or something. So there is like a, a, a something that like ties them together, but they are different okay. than the predecessor. Um, and then I do have a bottle of, I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically, it's like he mixed part and part. It's like a half and half of the Azure mm-hmm. Frail and the Crowley. And he, so he's like, I got this and I got this, so I'm going to smash them together. Um, so I have a bottle of that as well, but I don't know. Did he call that Gandalf the Grey? No. <laughs> when I go get Crowley to drink, I'll I'll check, and then okay. and then I'll okay. let you know. Cause look at this, look at this beaut, look at this beautiful, beautiful beer. I'm drinking beer, Jim, and I like you, it. You're drinking a beer. Uh, are the Crowleys and the Zerfails? Are they on the, uh, what's the beer snob, uh, logging website that you use? Oh, the untapped? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, considering that they're homebrew, I'm going to guess no. All right. I don't know. I don't know the rules of untapped. So I mean, I don't either. I haven't put stuff in untapped for quite some time. I haven't been drinking recently either. Um, I should probably get on that. I wonder. I mean, don't we put it in the show notes? Aren't we, we driving? Aren't we driving you uh, subscribers, followers? <laughs> We're trying to make you become a beer influencer, and you're you're falling down on the job. Um. Okay, we didn't talk about the fact that we were trying to make me into a beer influencer. Um, I would like to have a conversation with the rest of our marketing team about that then, because I feel like I am not the right person to take uh, the helm for that type of role. Better you than me. I mean, you're the one drinking fancy scotch over there, so. Yeah, because I can't stand beer. <laughs> so, if you are happily <laughs> consuming a beer, uh, that makes you the uh, number one <laughs> contender as our beer outreach uh, specialist. I mean, as long as they're sours, um, okay, works for me. <laughs> uh, hey. Um, yeah. Right. So. so, yes, uh, one year anniversary. One year anniversary. Of us starting a podcast because we were trapped in our homes. It was a global pandemic. I mean, still is. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah it is. It's been a good, I mean, like, I mean, it's like, it's been a good year, uh, but it's been, uh, an do, do enjoyable, that again. Do that again. it's, it's been a year and I have enjoyed the time that I uh, get to spend with you. I wanted you to do the dumb voice. What the dumb, um, what, oh, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> See, like, that's the problem. Like, I, I can't, I can't do it on demand. I don't think. Is it this? Vo- no, is it's, it's this voice. Is it this voice? No, it was like if you were going to do the SpongeBob mocking text in uh, in your voice, that would be what it sounded like. 
Oh, see now I've now I need to go back and like listen to like this very. All small. right, let, let's All move right. on. We're we don't this you know we don't got forever. All right, Jim. Here's the deal. I did go back. I didn't listen to our first episode. Okay, uh, but I did just like look at it in the uh, podcast that I stream yes. stuff from. Our first episode was 32 minutes long. <laughs> oh man, we gotta go back to those. That's what the people want. People want short episodes. Probably. I feel like if we did short episodes, though, it, there's enough that goes on that we would need to do it weekly, and I'm not sure I'm willing to commit to that quite yet. Okay. So, uh, but so you asked me <laughs> prior to this, you asked me what was going on, what was new. Uh, I, did. I spent uh, I spent the early afternoon uh, lunchtime era around with the the mom and the dad. So, uh, we got some technology things updated for them on their phones. So they're very excited about that. Uh, we also chatted about the podcast. So I had dad, uh, come over to my place a few days ago and, uh, (laughs) I, I had casually mentioned, I think the last time I saw him, like, Oh yeah, you know, Jim and I just put out a new episode and he was like, "Oh, you guys are still doing that." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're still doing that." Uh and so I I see like I feel like that was a Sunday and I think he came over on like Tuesday. Uh mm-hmm. in the time from Sunday to Tuesday, my assumption is that he just sort of like binge listened to all of them he's retired he doesn't have anything else to do Uh, right exactly and the state fair is not going on anymore so he's not working part-time there um but he walks into he he comes in because i i I was uh in my office and he Uh hands me what i'm showing jim on on video but you can't see dear listeners which is a uh 10 piece precision and standard screwdriver set oh yeah so we had a bet of how long would it take Dad to get me screwdrivers as soon as he heard the episode. Well, about two days. <laughs> and what our listeners can't see is that that is a pristine set. That is a unopened, oh yeah, blister pack screwdriver set. Oh yeah, it's um, ten pieces. The standard screwdriver handle, a precision screwdriver handle, four dual-sided standard screw screwdriver bits, and four yes. dual-sided precision screwdriver bits. And uh, that's yeah, gonna, that's gonna be great for you to open up that little keypad, yep. replace that, wa- find out what that watch battery is that's powering it. Oh, and replace it. Um that's what we were that's what you needed the screwdriver for, right? Uh yes, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh I I brought it to work and I was just like, "Hey coworker, you did this for my other one. Can you just do it for this one too?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." And so he just took care of business for me. And then you brought it back home. And then I brought it back home. Okay. But now in the future, in the future, yes, exactly. In the future, I will be more well prepared when I need to have precision screwdriver usage. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Good to know. Good. Yep. See, we knew. I knew. I mm-hmm. knew that our father had just spare screwdriver set unused. Yep. Uh, ready. Yep. 
probably just like probably in a bin with yeah, my name waiting. on it. He's waiting like, for waiting for the moment when Barb was like, "Hey, do you have a screwdriver set? I, I mine are too big." Hey, Dad. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think he was one. I think he was. You want to know what, Barb? What I, I had a similar moment. Um, okay. My neighbor sent me a text. She said, hey, the Allen wrenches that I have are too big mm. for the furniture that I'm trying to tighten up. Oh. Do you have an Allen wrench that's smaller than these? Let me tell you, I have never, never been more proud of my family size mayonnaise jar full of every Allen wrench that has ever graced uh, the homestead. So please tell me you just walked over to your neighbor and said, pick and like just like unscrewed your mayonnaise jar and said, which one works? No, I just handed it to her and I said, here you go. Um, here's the, the, the multi tool that has a bunch of them. Oh. Uh, here's the star bit if you actually need a star. Yeah. Um, otherwise, the rest of them are all the same basic stuff that you get uh, with your flat-packed furniture. Yep. Uh, feel free to take uh, whatever you want. Nice. And she ended up not taking one, but she should have. Um, but anyway, well. uh, it was, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. I mean, uh, you were there to help her in her time yeah, of need. Yeah. And that's what neighbors are for. She had a need. Uh, she was pretty sure that that's the sort of uh, garbage uh, that I would just have a lot of and have I mean, at the ready. Yeah. And she was right. Yep. That's great. I'm so, <sighs> I'm so proud of you. I'm I'm proud of me too, Barb. Uh so the other thing, Jim, that yeah. I did when I was with our parents today, I I got a small talking to about my slash our memories. <laughs> a talking to. Well, both mom and dad were like, well, actually, and I was like, whoa, 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 save it. We're going to record this. So, yes, yes, I, I have for our our listeners. I have the stories from my parents perspectives about Disney. Uh huh. And the dog camping. Uh-huh. Uh and a little bit of Hawaii. Uh-huh. Uh so we've we've got that we've got that and we're going to roll that sweet bean footage so you can hear our parents versions. I'm glad I'm glad you I remembered. I had I didn't remember what <laughs> what we had talked about. So I'm glad uh that uh they had listened uh, off recently enough that uh, they could they could give us that. I mean, they may or may not have been listening 
to it and taking notes at the same time that I was there. <laughs> because my dad was like, we've got things to talk about with this. And this is, I was like, dad, save it. And then he's like, I was like, do you have notes? Like write stuff down. And he was like, oh no, I don't have notes. And so then he sat down and pushed play on the podcast. And then he sat there writing <laughs> down little notes. <laughs> And then I looked over and mom was doing the same thing too. And this I was just is like, going to be the most well-researched <laughs> episode of this podcast. <sighs> All right, let's listen to this. Now, are we recording? Yes, we are recording. Okay, first <laughs> yes, off, I want to go back to the hot air balloon story that you guys had a while back. <laughs> yes, that was ten, Ted Hellrude who piloted that. Okay. And he was kind of, he was a classmate of Rodney's. Rodney was there at the time, and Ted has been into many different things. For a while, he was buying and selling farm equipment. He is a part, was a part owner in a business in Southeast Asia. I think it was Hong Kong. And uh, what they did there was made replacement parts for old cars body parts. Uh, he'd spent his winters there and his summers back here in the States. Um, but he, on his way to work one day, he was biking to work and he was hit and killed in a uh, bike accident. And uh, there was uh, the hot air balloon ride. It is customary for a hot air balloon to touch the water and and take off again. That is very customary. And uh, it is very customary to, when you're landing, tip over. <laughs> that is, is customary. There's a difference between landing and tipping over and landing, dragging probably about 40 feet, jostling around whilst in the uh, bucket, and then, like, tipping over in in a very dramatic fashion in which my uncle Stacy lost his glasses like could not find them we looked around so yeah it's i mean like yeah i get it it's a thing but it was not not how it sh- should have gone in my opinion oh no all right barb let me pause this <laughs> Uh, I, I guess we don't have to worry about getting in uh, legal trouble with Ted's family. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, just blasting his uh, name out into the internet. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, we'll figure that out in post. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, yeah. Ted. Um. You you were a character, Ted, and people's lives were enriched for having you in them, even if Barb thinks that uh, your uh, hot air balloon skills were subpar. I mean, his hot air balloon... It seems balloon, like everybody else uh, was on board with it. His hot air balloons were very up to standard. It was just his landing skills were a little <laughs> bit rocky. <laughs> also... I feel like this is also the same person that (laughs) owned a plot of land, would plant things, would set his Uh tractor to, like, 
go and not like be in it and then would like hop on his like motorcycle and race to the bat like race to the other side to catch up with it and then like climb in and like turn it around and then like hop back on the motorcycle and race back or me that's barb we're not going to get into that that sounds chaotic let me hit play Okay. On the rest of this interview, because I, uh, Lord knows. Oh, uh, uh, okay. We're, we're turning it over to, to the Grammy. So here we go. Um, yeah. Hello, faithful listeners. <laughs> I am going to try to clarify some of the story details concerning the motorhome vacation with the dog left behind. Um, I remember it quite vividly because I had a deep emotional involvement in the situation. We were camping with our friends Sue and Tom in Cannon Falls area. Um, There was a very nice campground there that they wanted us to go to with them, which we did. And... Um, the weather was lovely, everything was good. Grandma DJ had an issue because she was going to be out of town and she needed someone to watch her little dog named Dookie. And we said, oh darn, that's too bad, we're going to be gone for the weekend, we're going camping. And then it became crystal clear that Dookie might like to go camping, and that would be fine. So we said, well, if you don't mind us taking Dookie on a motorhome camping trip, we'll take him for the weekend. So she agreed and gave us Dookie to be responsible for. And Sue and Tom had a cute little dog named Spunky. So they had their two boys. We had our three kids. We had two dogs. We had two motorhomes. We had a great weekend. Lots of fun. Then it became time to check out, and Larry drove the motor home to the dumping station where we could leave our septic system contents, and he pulled up <laughs> there and parked. Very polite and I way. don't recall that he had to yeah. go to the bathroom or what it was, but he said, come here, get into the driver's seat, because I had to be ready to pull up when it was our turn to be at the dumping station, and he had dumping duties. So anyway, I was driving the motorhome for the very first time, moving it slowly forward, stopped, and then he finished emptying the tank and went to wash his hands and he came and jumped into the motorhome and said, okay, we can go. Well, I was a little anxious and sitting in the driver's seat made me very anxious. I had forgotten a detail. I'd taken Dookie out and walked him around, made sure he had a chance to go to the bathroom. And then while we were taking care of checking out details, I put his leash attached to a picnic table. So he was safe. Well, he was safe, all right. So Larry said, okay, drive. So I went driving forward. We left the campground. We left Dookie. And we followed Sue and Tom into town. We were on 
nearing the main street of town. And this was back in the day when everybody had a CB with those handles and all of that. So they were talking to us on the CB, and they said, oh, wouldn't you know, Spunky's already asleep and the boys are nodding off. How are things going in your in your vehicle? And I said, uh, what? And she repeated that Spunky was nodding <laughs> off. She said, is Dookie tired too? And I went, Dookie, who put, who got Dookie? Who put Dookie into the motorhome? Everybody looked at me and said, "We didn't. I didn't. I didn't." Oh no, Dookie was still tied up at the picnic table. So, in the middle of the main street of Cannon Falls, Minnesota, first-time motorhome driver pulls over, makes a big giant U-turn and returns to the campground. And right at the entrance, there's a picnic table, and Dookie is wagging a tail frantically, so happy to see people that look familiar. And we were certainly happy that Dookie was safe and sound for his short abandonment period. So that's my version of the motorhome camping with dogs. Uh, thank you for that enthusiastic retelling <laughs> of a very old story, Helen. <laughs> so, all right, Pops, do you have any uh, editorials to our memories that you would like to contribute? Um, our trip in Hawaii. Uh, you mentioned about uh, we took the wrong road or something and had to turn around and go back. Uh, we took that road on purpose because we wanted to see the lava flow. It w- turns out that when we got to the dead end or detour area, that we were still an awfully long way from where the lava flow was, and it was not going to be possible for us to walk to the lava flow, which is the assumption that I had. So we did have to turn around and go back, but it was not by mistake. Well, it was by mistake (laughs) that we couldn't go any farther, but it was purposely we went to that direction. Uh, The other thing uh, was about the luau. And Barbara mentioned that she really liked the poi poi. And said that it is a roast pig. Well, poi poi is not roast pig. Poi poi is a mixture of flour and milk and water, and it is a very soupy substance that you eat with your fingers. So uh, I, I just wanted to, to throw that in there that I don't think she likes poi poi. I think <laughs> she does like the roast pig. <laughs> and that's that's what we did have. But I think she's a little bit confused about what poi poi is. And I think it's poi. <laughs> okay, Helen says it's just poi. I like that he uh, is uh, talking about you in third person. <laughs> if you're not there, talk. <laughs> no, I'm literally two feet away from him. <laughs> <laughs> but at the at the uh, the luau. Uh, Joe was offered the opportunity to get up on stage and, and dance with the dancers, and and he did. And as I remember, it was very enjoyable to watch. 
Yeah, he did do some surfing, and you're right. There weren't enough waves to 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 learn how to surf. And uh, Jim and Barbara sat on the beach, very, very bored. <laughs> I mean, we got that part right at least then. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not batting a thousand, but yeah. Not too shabby. No. All right. So that takes care of uh, camping dogs, uh, Hawaii. Oh, um, you did talk a little bit about uh, Disney and the fact that I did probably go on uh, it's a small world after all a couple of times, but you'd never abandoned me and made the boys take me because uh, probably they, they weren't of age to be my appropriate guardian. So um, that would, and I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I'm interrupting because she was kind of compulsive about the rides she liked best. She went <laughs> on the merry ground and then she got off and she said, again, again. And then she went on the merry ground and then she got off and she said, again, again. That story could go on and on, but I'm going to end it there. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Um, okay, so. Our, our special guests in, in that episode were, were the niece and the nephew, Anson and Juliet, and they were going to Wisconsin Dells with you in not, not too long after the after it took place. Uh, so I guess my big question is, did Anson go on the big swirly, roll, not roller coaster, um, water slide that he thought he was going to go on. Uh, yes, he went on several of the big water slides that he the, the hurricane and then there was another one that I can't remember the name of. Um but uh yes, he went on the on the the, the big rides. And uh he took me on some of them too. It was exciting. Would you go again? <laughs> I would go again, but I would make sure that I was not the la the first one to sit down in those big tubes. I would want to be the last one to sit down in the big tubes. Why? <laughs> well, when you're the first one in, everybody has their legs on top of your legs, and uh, my. Oh, so you're you, talking you, like in a line? No, no, no cr crosses from each other. You know, oh, is it a four? Two. It's a tube bar. It's a big circle. <laughs> okay. Do you know how circle. tubes work? And then you're you're situated throughout, and being the first one in, you're at the your your legs are at the bottom, and my knees are not as flexible as a younger person, so when I've got Knee or legs on top of my knees, that hurts, <laughs> and it doesn't make the, <laughs> the ride down as much fun as it would be otherwise. And then uh, we went on the rope, the ropes, um, 
Bridge swings. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, the rope course. Uh, that was the first time for me on it, and uh, I, it was it was fun. After you get the hang of it, Anson, of course, was running around like crazy, not using the support. But uh, that was it was fun. And I I don't know so. Uh, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to play. Are you going to answer it? Hello. Hi, Mary Lee. I'm good. Um, I How long does this I go? I need a few minutes and I can call you back. Not, not, yeah. Tell her why. The re Oh, how nice of you. Um, Barb says I have to tell you why I'm going to put you off for a bit. It's because we're working on a podcast. <laughs> Jim and Barb work, work from home. They have an ongoing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and Pops and Grammy are um, being interviewed. What? <laughs> I will. Yeah, Are you going to be available in, say, half an hour, 45 minutes? Okay, perfect. I'll talk to you soon then. Yep. Bye-bye. What were we talking about? <laughs> I couldn't remember now. Well... Uh, Helen, how was your time in Wisconsin Dells with the family? It was good. It was good. I had a nice time watching everybody else doing dangerous things. I took some pictures. I watched them on the dangerous ropes course, things. which was way high up, going on little skinny boards and they were tethered so they weren't going to crash but it was still interesting to see them make their way around and lots of water lots of water the other thing that we did was we went to the oh we went riding on the ducks the amphibious boat vehicles that was cool. We got a little wet. And we went to the screen. Um, when we were America, remember when we were flying through America? I don't what? remember the exact name of it, but it's like the screen that they have in the Mall of America. And they kind of tip your chair around so you really feel like you're adventuring oh, in the skies. Yeah. It was fun. We had a good time. Is, okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Are we done? I can't think of anything else at this time. Larry, is there anything, uh, Larry, is there anything else you'd like to add or... Uh, any corrections you'd like to make of about our statements or memories, recollections? Nope. He's shaking his head no. 
All right. Well, this has been a delight. Um, Not sure about that. <laughs> uh, no, you can't vote. This is not a democracy. This is a barbocracy. Uh, I get the final say because Jim's not here. So that's why. Uh, well, thank you very much for being part of our mobile installation of Jim and Barb Work From Home and for providing us your feedback and telling us when we were right and or wrong. Well, thanks for your uh, intrepid uh, reporting there, Barb. I mean... Um, I, think, I think for everybody who's not in the know, they may be confused by the way that you uh, transition from Larry to the dad to Pops I to know. Mom to Helen to Grammy. Uh, but I think people can generally figure out the uh, female and male... Uh, roles based on those names so they are our parents good luck good luck everybody yeah uh it was my first time being a roving reporter uh i i can person on the street yep uh i definitely need to work on it um gotta do better next time yeah well you know you you know barb what they say uh the first step at being good at something is to do it is sucking at something yeah well, that's good, because I sucked that up a lot. <laughs> so there we go. So that was the the reconnaissance upon our, our yeah. not last, but the previous to that uh, episode. The one that, the one that was the most, I think, interesting for us, we wanted to have them uh, yes. provide some feedback. And I'm 100%. glad that you were able to, to go and do that, because uh, they probably wouldn't have uh, called into the show with Quite that level of detail. Right. I agree. I agree. I feel like dad would have called in with his small little corrections. Uh, but I mean, like, I don't think we would have gotten mom's story. No. And, you, and you with give her. give them a platform, they right. go, they go big. Right. Exactly. Obviously. Like, who did we learn it from? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, do we actually have, like, an official topic? I mean, we don't have an official topic. Um, I think that is going to take up the most of the time. This is true. Um, but I did just finish watching a movie. You did. I assume you have seen this movie. If not, uh, this may be the shortest segment ever. Uh, but Barb. Yeah. Um, I was on the HBO max app yeah trying to find something to just uh, occupy the time okay um it's just i've just been watching mexican uh wrestling some lucha libre triple a worldwide uh for about three hours um so looking for something to mix it up uh and i uh i decided on the craft <laughs> The 1996 Teenage Witch. I uh, I was... I mean... I don't... So, Barb, uh, have you seen this movie? Okay, yes, I have seen this wonderful movie, Farouk Assault, uh, Nev Campbell, uh, 
Rob, what, Robin Tooney? No, what is her name? Um, yes, uh, yes, yeah, Jim. Okay. I, I, I had Jim, never seen I this was movie a teenage before. girl, of course, I saw the craft, of course. I mean, you would have been too young to see this movie when it came out. I mean, in the movie theaters. Yes. And it would have uh, just been a little too far. Yeah, you probably would have uh, seen it at at a friend's house whose parents were not paying attention to what it was rated. Yep. Um, Yep. But I had not seen this movie before. Oh, you hadn't? No, I had seen a trailer. I had heard bits of the soundtrack. Oh, um, such so a good my soundtrack, first time. Uh, I'm making a face. Uh, yeah, um, I can tell. At that statement. Um, Barb. Jim. Could, could, is there any way that you could separate yourself from the nostalgia <laughs> of watching this film as a teen? <laughs> and I guess, how long has it been since you have seen this film? Mm. So... I would say it's it's probably like the last time I watched it was probably about three, four years ago because wow, that's fairly recent. Well, yeah. So um, reason being is that three, four years ago, there was the talk of a uh, potential reboot. Um, and, and so I was like, Hmm, a reboot. I don't know how that would really work. So I went back and watched it. Uh, and they did do, it's not necessarily a reboot. It is a additional chapter, I think is what they were calling it. And it just came out. It came out during the pandemic. Uh, I think it was even like a straight to Hulu kind of situation. I need to, um, because it was like the craft legacy or something. Something like that. But it was the craft for the new generation. Um, and I think one, I think they had a, I think one of the people was a boy, uh, in like the okay. main pod of four, you know, so just a little bit more updated telling, retelling of it. So, yeah. So, I mean, gotcha. it has been. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I watched it today, but it's been more recent than, you know, early 2000s that the last time I mm-hmm. saw it was. Yeah. So according to uh, Wikipedia, the craft legacy ah. is a soft reboot. Okay. And direct sequel. Oh, there are some people who, uh, reprise their role. So that's why, that's why it's got that direct sequel because okay. it happens in the same universe. Right. Um, but, uh, it is a soft reboot. Uh, because it does focus on a different set of uh, witches, basically. Excellent. I need to figure out where I can watch that because I did want to watch it. Um, it doesn't see. It seems like this was just a a straight to video. Okay. Situation. You I should don't know see, if it's streaming anywhere. You should see if it's on HBO Plus, Jim, and then you could have a double feature. <sighs> you sound so excited. Um, but yes, so I'm I'm curious to know because you were like, can you disassociate yourself from the nostalgia yes. that is the craft from my childhood? Uh-huh. Um 
And and so I guess, uh, where are you going with that? Like, obviously you didn't enjoy it from, from my interpretation of that question. It was, it was rough. It was a rough watch for me. Um, uh, and I think, you know, uh, how many years is it now from 1996? Uh, many. Lots. So I think any person trying to watch this movie now mm. as just the, like yeah. pick it up, watch it, um, is very dated. Mm-hmm. Um, even the like, I mean, you said you watched it three years ago, but even like the how we establish that one of the characters is a terrible racist is so over the top cringy now mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, God, I just feel I feel bad for uh, Jan Brady having to say these things uh, because it is so over the top that now. You could be a terrible racist and not have to be that over the top. And we would still feel just fine with her uh, getting a terrible infection of her scalp and losing all of her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, like you said, the soundtrack is extremely of the moment. Yes. Um, I mean, it's like the soundtrack of like angsty teen girls. It's not, not not even good. It's like a weird radio version of angsty teen girls. It's like it's like angsty teen girls whose uh, moms are secretaries <laughs> and will listen to the CDs before they let them play them. Oh. It's, it's a very like it's it's very clean angsty teen girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like the movie in and of itself was very like, oh, we're we're going to have a film about pretty witches. Like, yeah, I get that that it's 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 edgy mm-hmm. and it's like for, I mean, rated R for its time. I think it was very edgy. I don't think it was that edgy for 1996. Oh, but really? I think maybe maybe if you say it. Uh, edgy for something that had a large budget and was picked up by a major studio and had a wide distribution. Maybe you could say it was edgy, but you go back and find uh, movies from the 80s or 70s that were edgier. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, it, does not, it does not take much to get edgier. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, the story, yeah, whatever. The, the conclusion, uh, whatever. I bind you, Nancy. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I bind I'm, you, I'm Nancy, from doing harm. I'm glad that I watched it. I'm glad that I was able others. to see it. What other piece of this movie are you quoting? <laughs> it's, it's the same part. It's the very end. Well, it's not the very end, but it's it's one of the parts where um, the 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 fourth the fourth witch is. I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm. Harm against yourself and harm against others. I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm. Harm against yourself and harm against others. And she just like repeats that. Uh, to yeah, yeah. 
Because, yes, that's just embedded in my brain and will be for all eternity. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Barb. I'm sorry that you have to live with that I'm embedded not, in your brain. I'm not. Because one day that nugget of information is going to make me very important on some random trivia uh, like team. And it's going to be like, what movie? Blah, 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 blah. I bind you, Nancy. And I will know it and be able to buzz in and I will win at the last second because that's going to be like the tiebreaker question. Barb. Jim, let me live in my fantasy land, okay? I have a very active imagination. <laughs> if, if you are going to have a, a trivia winning moment. Uh-huh. That comes from viewing this movie and understanding <laughs> trivia from this movie. Uh, it is going to be that you would be able to parrot the first and last names of all four of the witches. Oh, like their act, like like their government names or their like their the, the names that they build the actress names. Okay. They're real. I mean, I got like three out of the four. Robin Tooney, Nev Campbell. I know the third one I screwed up because I called her <laughs> by a band name instead. Because uh, I think I called her Veruca, Veruca Salt. Um, you did call her Veruca Salt. I thought you were uh, trying to make a reference to the soundtrack. Because uh, I do believe there was a Veruca Salt soundtrack track on the soundtrack. I mean, I'm sure there was. I thought you were trying to be like cool and because it's she has a strange name that I can never remember, but it's like it's similar to that because it's for 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 Zizia Bulk or Volk. It's I can't remember. See, see, Barb, you <laughs> two out of three is not gonna give you two, two out of four. Two out of four, Jim. Let's be. Come on. <laughs> Two out of Dude. four. They're the four of them. You're right. Sorry, I was giving Cut. you too much credit. <laughs> exactly. Two out of four. That is a failing grade, 50%. I mean, it really is. Uh, you are not winning anything for your uh, your nerds who drink trivia <laughs> team. All right, Jim. So who are the other two? I don't know. I thought you were looking it up. Why would I do that? Because you were looking up the thing about the the craft legacy. No legion. No the the new. Who cares? Most importantly, Barb Veruca Salt is not on the soundtrack. Oh, it's that's not. that's what I looked up. I mean, that's <laughs> you're so the close. Most... Then you could just go. Just come on. Like why? No, I'm not going down that. <laughs> Fine, I will. Robin Tooney, ha. Oh, um, uh, uh-huh. Feruza, Feruza Bulk, Feruza Nev Campbell, Bulk. and Rachel Nev True. Campbell. Rachel True. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you finally had the opportunity to watch The Craft. I was, yeah. like, I, I was, I was 100%, like, when you were like, yeah, so I decided to do something different, I figured it was going to be, like, a Nacho Libre like movie that you were gonna watch like that oh so you you thought i was i was i was leading you on i was yes. gonna I, that i was saying something different and then i was gonna be like ha, i watched a thing that was totally no Bob. yeah no i i enjoy how you keep me on my toes jim
I gotta keep you on your toes. Tell the truth sometimes. Lie most of the time. That's that's how we get you. I mean, you're the one that was trying. I mean, you gave me the benefit of the doubt, so that's your own fault. Yeah. All right, Barb. Well, uh, I've had a, an an okay time talking with you. <laughs> what do you mean an okay time? Okay, it's always good. It was a good time. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, you know, I'm I'm uh, you know, I'm not uh, super excited about the fact that I have to edit this down because your uh, my chaos. Your chaos recordings a little chaotic. Yeah. Yep. Um, but but I had a good time, Barb. It is time to wrap this show up. It is time to say a good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. What? That's not how we end the show at all. But you said it's time to say good night, Gracie. Right. And then then you don't actually say good night, Gracie, but you do say she's been Barb. He's still Jim. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Always with that last, you gotta get that last, last word in.